Всем привет, дорогие друзья. Тема сегодняшнего выпуска «Как увеличить словарный запас». Hello, everybody, and welcome to yet another episode of Beyond the Present Podcast, the Polyglot Edition. And today, we're talking about how you can actually improve your knowledge of vocabulary in your target language. You see, guys, think of the words as the cells and think of the language as a live being. In order for it to grow, it needs more cells. And obviously, for that reason, you have to actually work on developing your knowledge of vocabulary in the target language. Otherwise, you will always remain at your current level. Now, with that being said, you'll be asking, so Dan, how the heck am I supposed to improve my knowledge of vocabulary? How can I learn new words? It's boring. It's repetitive. How can I make it more fun? Well, these are all the themes that we are going to cover in this, basically, program today, and hopefully you will enjoy it. So first, let's start off with one important question. Why is it important to focus on constantly learning new words? And more importantly, How many words do you really need to actually become fluent in a foreign language? Now, the first question, of course, depends entirely on your goal in that foreign language. What is your target? Why do you want to learn this language? That's a very, very important question that you have to ask yourself because you need to know what it is that you're trying to accomplish here. So are you planning on going abroad? Do you want to immigrate to a new country? Would you like to get your PhD in a different language? These are all going to somehow determine how much you should study vocabulary in the target language and what types of vocabulary to focus on. For example, if you're a tourist and you want to travel, then almost the majority of the words that you will encounter in books, newspapers, and in the media are quite useless for you because you don't want to use them in the real world to solve the daily problems of a tourist. On the other hand, if you want to write your, I don't know, dissertation or a paper in a different language, well, you probably have to work a lot on acquiring academic vocabulary, which is why the first step in creating a plan to build your knowledge of vocabulary is to know what it is that you want from this language. Now, once you discover that answer, then you have to ask yourself, what types of vocabulary do I need to actually accomplish that goal? Now, here's, you know, somehow uh, something that dawned onto me a, a few you know years back when I first started learning foreign languages, and that is the principle 80-20, which applies to linguistics and language learning. Now, what is 80-20? 80-20 was a basically famous uh, uh, rule that was uh, discovered by Pareto, an Italian economist, who realized that 80% of your results in any field is the result of 20% of your endeavor and effort. Now, this applies to almost everything in life. Like 80% of your income in business comes from 20% of your clients. If you check out your phone right now, you probably call 20% of your contacts 80% of the time. And this 80-20 applies to every aspect of life, including, that's right, language learning. So how can we apply the 80-20 principle to foreign languages, and specifically to learning new words in that language? Well, it's very simple. It says that 80% of all the conversations in a foreign language use only 20% of the words and vocabulary in that language. So you want to understand that if you want to get the most out of your time when it comes to studying a foreign language is to know and discover what are those 20% critical words that will allow me 
to conduct conversations, the majority of my conversations, almost 80% in that language. And by doing so, you can save a tremendous amount of time because now all of a sudden, you don't have to just learn every single word that comes along. Instead, you'll be a lot pickier and you know to which words you have to actually give more attention and which words entirely disregard and ignore. So for now, let's start off with this principle in language learning. It's said that an average native speaker uses only 1,500 to 3,000 words most of the time. Now, just hear me out one more time. An average native speaker who speaks a foreign language, uh, basically, uh, if if he or she wants to learn a foreign language, he needs to actually imitate the process that he uses to uh, speak his own mother tongue. And he should know that when he or she is speaking, basically in his or her mother tongue, he or she is using only 1,500 to 3,000 words per day that he or she tends to repeat again and again and again. Now, knowing that, how can you become more fluent in a foreign language? Very simple. You tell yourself, what are those critical words, those two to 3,000 critical words that an adversative speaker uses most of the time, and you go straight to learning those words. And this will somehow accelerate the entire process of learning a foreign language. The other point about knowing what words to somehow study and pay more attention to is about the type of media that you actually consume. So, are you the kind of person who watches a lot of TV series and movies? Do you tend to perhaps read a lot of books? Maybe you love the news and you watch a lot of news, basically. So the type of media you're exposed to might create a bias in which uh, you might not know exactly what words to use. So if you, for example, watch a lot of movies, then probably you're exposed to a lot of slangs, most of which probably only exist in movies and in cinema and are not used that much by native speakers. Because let's be honest, most artistic forms of basically a production in a language oftentimes contain a lot of artistic words, expressions, uh, which are not very common, basically, uh, in the real world. On the other hand, if you're, let's say, watching a lot of news, for example, you're exposed to a ton of journalistic terminologies that are absolutely useless in day-to-day conversations. And if you tend to read a lot of books, the same story applies. You're exposed to a lot of academic terminology. So when it comes to vocabulary, basically, we have four major types of vocabulary. We've already mentioned three of those. So one of them, as we already mentioned, was the artistic performance vocabulary, which is very commonly used in, you know, platforms like uh, theater, cinema, movie. And these are the type of vocabulary used by actors and actresses uh, to perform. The second type is what we call the journalistic vocabulary, which is used commonly in uh, basically the news as well as in speeches and by politicians. Now, these terminologies are quite advanced for most language learners and Frankly speaking, it's just useless to be used in the real world. And a third type is the academic terminologies. These ones, well, (laughs) if journalistic was useless, then of course, you know, academic type is almost completely useless for an average, you know, uh, learner of foreign language because that uh, that are used mainly by speakers, professors, and lecturers. So they're not quite useful for an average person who wants to learn a language and then use it and speak it. And of course, the fourth type, which we love the most, are we call frequently used words in that language. Now, these are the words that you want to focus on as you begin studying a foreign language, not the other three. And that's a serious problem because unfortunately, a lot of us, first of all, we don't know what are those 
frequently used words. And number two, sometimes we just believe that, I don't know, if this actor talks like this, then I should talk exactly like him. Or if this politician said this phrase, then I'm going to use this exact phrase when I'm talking to my friend. So let's be honest. You want to focus your attention at the beginning of your basically learning process on acquiring and memorizing the terminologies that are frequently used in the real world. And uh, the best way to discover what that, uh, basically what those uh, words are, well, there are many ways, obviously, but from my perspective, one of the best investments you can actually make in learning a foreign language is what we call a frequency dictionary. Now, trust me, I'm pretty sure that most of you guys have never heard of the terminology frequency dictionary. Like, what is a frequency dictionary? Well, a frequency dictionary oftentimes refers to a very small dictionary that contains about five to 7,000, sometimes 10,000 in some languages, of the most commonly used words in that language. And it shows the words in a chronological order from the most commonly used to the least. So you start with very commonly used words like hi and if and, I don't know, by, and then you move on to words that are less commonly used. In this way, you'll be exposed to the terminologies that are actually useful in conducting real-life conversations. So uh, because of that, I really believe that if you want to build up a very solid, uh, basically, uh, knowledge of vocabulary, you've got to attack this subject using a strategy. And the first strategy, as I already mentioned here, was uh, using a frequency dictionary in any language you're learning and then start to somehow acquire and memorize those words uh, in the accordance of their importance as well as popularity. Secondly, you got to actually look around for the kind of phrases that you yourself want to use in the real world as you are consuming the media. So let's go back to the movies and TV series, right? Let's say you're now watching your favorite TV series in Mandarin Chinese or English or French or whatever language you're saying right now. It doesn't really matter. You're watching your favorite, uh, basically, show in your target language. and Or let's say uh, perhaps a drama movie or whatever it is. And then, of course, you'll be seeing a lot of different, uh, basically, uh, dialogues. And at that point, you should ask yourself, well, from all these dialogues that these actors and actors are performing, which one of them will apply to me personally? Like, which one of them I'm going to use more frequently? And by doing so, you can actually find certain phrases that you yourself probably are going to use a lot. Now, by doing that, you will actually eliminate all the distractions and all the other expressions that you probably are never going to use. And instead, you will focus on learning and paying attention to phrases that you yourself are a lot more likely to somehow use in the real world. Now, the third strategy to build your knowledge of vocabulary, which I have used for many years, is using flashcards. Now, let's be honest. A lot of you might be saying like, Dan, come on, flashcards are boring. I don't know how to use them. Well, number one, if you find flashcards boring, well, the chances are, first of all, you don't know how to use flashcards. And secondly, you have not ever had a really good deck of cards that can help you improve your knowledge of vocabulary. Let's be honest. If you're busy like me, then you probably don't have a lot of time to just randomly stumble upon all the words you want to learn in a foreign language. Which is why having flashcards can not only make this process a lot faster, but more importantly, it can make it a lot more fun because you're seeing a progress that you're making towards your flashcards as you learn more and more of them. So what about flashcards? Look, how do you want to actually create a deck of cards that will help you? Well, 
Here's the good news. If you are listening to me right now, this means you're living the modern world powered by the internet. And here's the good news. You no longer need to create your own flashcards. That's it. You don't, you simply don't need to create your own flashcards because now with the help of amazing apps like Anki, you can literally just go online and search for the decks that are shared by other users and download decks sometimes worth of 8,000 words and sentences immediately. And that will allow you to actually improve your knowledge of vocabulary by using flashcards. Now, one thing about flashcards we mentioned right away is that you want to use the flashcard apps that are equipped with the SRS technology. SRS basically uh, stands for spaced repetition system. Now, what is space repetition and how does it differ from typical flashcards? Well, typical flashcards are just that, flashcards. Like there's a, there's the, like let's say you have a thousand flashcards. On the front, you have the words. On the back, you have the meaning. And that's just it. Whereas SRS flashcards, which are powered by technologies that now we have available almost free most of the time, thanks to apps like AnkiDroid on basically uh, Android devices and Anki app on the iOS, you can literally... Put your cards in there and respond to those cards based upon how well you remember the answer. So a vocabulary comes up or a sentence in a foreign language comes up and it asks, so how well did you remember that? Or how well do you know this? Now, there are four answers. Very well, okay, not bad, or fail. Now, based upon the answers you give to these flashcards, the flashcard will then automatically assign these uh, basically flashcards a level of importance. Obviously, the the worse you know a card, the more important it becomes and the, and the more frequently you will practice in the future. On the other hand, the easier flashcards will be reviewed less often. Eventually, it reaches some point where you review them like once a year or something. On the other hand, the more uh, basically important flashcards that you uh, could not understand well will be reviewed perhaps, I don't know, maybe uh, every other day. So because of that, you want to also move towards using flashcards in your foreign language because that from my perspective, is the best and fastest way to acquire new words without having to spend many hours reading different books or watching a lot of movies because, let's be honest, we are short on time. And the case of flashcards is even more important for polyglots who speak multiple languages. I mean, if you speak only one language... Well, maybe you could find some time to watch movies every night and read a book every single night. Well, that's possible. But if you're learning, let's say, I don't know, 12 languages, you simply don't have the time to sit around and watch movies in 12 languages every single day. It's just impossible. And because of that, you need to invest in your flashcards. And by reading those flashcards five to 15 minutes per day, you can actually maintain your knowledge of that language without having to put in a lot of time. And of course, that's something we care about. So as we already mentioned so far, Vocabulary is the cell of the language. And if you want to grow your knowledge of that language, you need to add more cells, which means you need to learn vocabulary. Now, learning vocabulary can be done typically using textbooks and whatever, but as you already know, I'm not a fan of textbooks in learning foreign languages. Instead, I'm a fan of the natural and the immersive approach to language learning. So you want to focus on acquiring vocabulary using what I call the, the, the you know, the step-by-step approach, and more importantly, by trying to acquire words based upon how important and useful they are. So as we already mentioned today, the first thing is you probably would like to invest in what we call a frequency dictionary. 
A frequency dictionary, as we already mentioned, is a dictionary that allows you to find the words based upon how frequently they are used in the real world. And we have frequency dictionaries in all languages that I personally have studied, So, and there are quite many. So this means that you can literally find them for any language by just Googling frequency dictionary and then the name of the language. Like, I don't know. Frequency Dictionary French, let's say, or German, or whatever. So that's number one. Number two, decide for yourself what types of vocabulary is more important for you. If you are going to go for an academic career in a foreign language, you definitely need to be exposed to a lot more academic words than you are to, let's say, artistic words or slangs. On the other hand, if you want to immigrate or you want to travel, you probably want to focus more on uh, conversational vocabulary and not so much on journalistic or basically academic. So by knowing your goal, things get a lot easier. And finally, you need to use flashcards if you want to speed up the process of learning new vocabulary. The good news is, nowadays we have a ton of apps that allow you to download the decks of other learners. And this will somehow give you the great opportunity to build up your knowledge of vocabulary. And by doing so, you can actually get ahead much faster because now you have basically a great uh, solid deck filled with thousands, sometimes tens of thousands of words and phrases. And then you practice them regularly in order to build up your vocabulary. Now, while you're at it, of course, later on, we're going to have a full episode just about flashcards because flashcards can be divided in two parts. There are flashcards of production and flashcards of comprehension. Uh, and the, the, uh, of course, flashcards of production is about uh, flashcards where you are asked a question in your mother tongue and you should translate that or answer it in a foreign language. That's mainly done for your speaking. And we have flashcards of comprehension, which are the typical flashcards, where on the front we have the foreign language, on the back we have the meaning. So uh, you want to combine, of course, both approaches, and in one of our uh, upcoming episodes, we'll talk in depth about how to use flashcards well, but ultimately, know that vocabulary and uh, basically acquiring new vocabulary is a critical component in becoming fluent in any foreign language. So guys, we want to keep our episodes pretty short. This is all the time we have for. I would like to see you guys in the future with our future programs. And for today, that's all the time. So I really enjoyed sharing my ideas with you guys. Of course, we'll talk in depth about all of uh, basically of these techniques for acquiring vocabulary in my upcoming book, The Polyglot Guidebook, which I believe probably is going to be a little bit delayed. Probably I I was actually thinking about... uh, moving the publishing date of my book to my birthday. Uh, And maybe that's going to happen as well. So it'll be like uh, my gift, if you will, my birthday gift to basically my friends and students. So for now, just know that we will cover all of these topics in depth in my upcoming book. But uh, generally speaking, while you're at it, try to focus on acquiring as many new words and building your knowledge of vocabulary in your target language. Thank you very much for listening. My name is Daniel Mulgan, and this was Beyond the Present Podcast, the Polyglot Edition. Have a good one.